Hello and welcome to Harold Hay. It's Corey Vaughn with Adam Samaha. Today we've got a real stinker for you. <laughs> Zing. Uh, to be continued. <laughs> to, to be continued. <laughs> uh, this episode is called Four Eyed Jack. It's written by Craig Bartlett. Ooh, original. Uh, story by Danica Vansvik and directed by Tuck Tucker and George S. Chialtas. This 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 episode says a lot about Craig's uh, sense of humor. Let's just say that. Let's just say it stinks. <laughs> I've never been more embarrassed. I bet his kids were like, "Dad, why did you do that? Such a dad joke, all the farts yeah. and humor." Wait yeah. Go, Dad. Um. No, well, just kidding. We love you, Craig. Thank no, you this for is coming a, on the show all the time. All the time. Reaching out. This is a great episode. Um. And I'll say that I'm not going to bullshit with you. Uh. <laughs> Can, you'll 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 get it once you listen to the episode. This whole thing is about a fart joke. The entire episode is about a fart joke. Not on our end. This is what Craig has done to well, us and for us. Yeah, it's it's coming out of the end. Oh God, um, this is fucking hey, terrible. Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, don't let oh, there's more. Uh, uh, don't rear your. Oh, I can't do it. Um, <laughs> just rate and review enjoy the episode it is a big fart joke um and it's about ghosts and we have a oh, good yeah. conversation about ghosts uh if you didn't think if you thought this intro was a train wreck the rest of the episode's much better yeah it's uh, it was supposed to be a train wreck yeah. we decided before we started it was gonna be a train wreck <laughs> we're, we're trying out uh, all of our favorite uh, fart joke humor references all right words <laughs> bye bye Forehead Jack is your classic scary story given a, as usual by Grandpa trying to scare his grandson and his grandson's friend. Uh, Arnold and Gerald are basically reading Hardy Boy knockoffs, uh, and Grandpa comes in with cookies and milk, uh, sees a pair of old glasses and a box of books, and weaves a tale about Forehead Jack, an old tenant of the building who uh, would. Um, was trying to perfect his bean recipe down in the basement and it always smelled and he was kind of crazy and um, his pressure cooker exploded and he died. And so his soul still uh, haunts the boarding house and Arnold eats it up, eats these beans right up. He's like, there's a ghost and I'm going to find it. And Gerald, it's interesting because, you know, you usually see Arnold as the, voice of reason and Gerald maybe or another character kind of stands out but this time Gerald is just cool as a cucumber let's stay in bed and Arnold convinces him no no there's something going on here so grandpa leaves um presumably to go to the bathroom uh and uh Arnold and Gerald then kind of like hit three different points in the boarding house to meet with like a different um a, a different type of border d- different type of tenants so you get to um uh mr kakashka who um deals with his problems with luck he carries a uh uh horseshoe um then you then they reach ernie who after giving um some advice about staying away from the unknown uh takes with him 
um, a mallet as they continue their journey. Uh, and then they um, show up and find Mr. Wind gargling uh, mouthwash. Uh, and when he finds out there's a ghost, um, he grabs a fish to give to it as an offering. Um, and so you have these three kind of different perspectives of how to deal with uh, hauntings slash trouble. Uh, and so the five of them go down. Um, it feels like Harry Potter, Chronicles of Narnia, Lord of the Rings. It's very, um, it's like this haunted basement hike that they're going on. Uh and then they um, they start smelling the smells that Grandpa was talking about. Um, they walk through this weird laboratory, uh, and they get to this door. And Gerald's like, "Maybe don't go in. Um, what if I'm wrong? Because he, you know, he's realizing there could actually be a ghost in there." And um, they open the door, and it turns out it's a Grandpa, and he's uh, just pooping, uh, which he mentions at the beginning of the episode that he ate too many raspberries. So. Really, we could have figured out that's who it was the whole time. Um, the moaning, the smells, um, the noise that all came from Grandpa. Um, and then it it ends with uh, Gerald waking up to see a ghost in their room, um, in Arnold's room, which uh, I don't know if it's meant to be taken literally or more of like Gerald's just been thinking about ghosts too long. But look, that's the episode. It really, plot-wise... Um, not their best. Um, I think there are three or four points in the episode that are interesting to talk about. Um, I don't know what you think, Adam, but in my opinion, we just got tricked into watching the longest fart joke of all time. Yeah, I think that's probably very true. Very accurate. Like there's not, (laughs) I think what they've managed to do is find a way to sort of deconstruct and talk about like paranormal things and activities and farts and bathroom humor At simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's like, well, there, there's some conversations about knowing and not knowing. Um, there are conversations about, um, like, basically what's real. And so I think we'll get to the, we'll get to the, um, kind of highlight from the week, uh, the clip in a second. But I would say that the way that they combine bathroom humor with, um, like knowing what is real is it almost feels like grandpa is using this ghost story um, to hide the fact that he's going to go take a heavy shit. Like, it's like he knew that they would like, like, and so if anyone hears any moaning, because the whole episode you hear, you hear this thing going, Oh, and it's like grandpa would, Grandpa was putting in their heads that if they hear the moaning, it's a ghost. So it's it's blaming it on the dog. That's what it feels well, like. Well, and I but I think what is sort of interesting about this episode is it may have been, and we'll probably talk about this more when we dive into the episode. But it may have been that it actually was the ghost, and Grandpa just happened to be taking a shit. Sure. Because based off how it ends, it, they leave that part right up in the air. Right. And I think assigning like um, the idea of like how we perceive things and our the emphasis on like having to we're such visual creatures that as soon as we experience a sound and don't have like something visual to associate with it, it like the chances of it being creepy are much higher. Sure. Because Indeed. every sound that you hear going through the episode, it reveals itself. Yes. And it becomes like 
more normal and less scary when they, they actually lay eyes on it. Right, right. And that's true with uh, Mr. Kakashka and his room. And, like, his room is probably one of the creepier things because every time they open the door, his room is completely empty. Oh, you mean Ernie? Or Ernie, Ernie's sorry. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Ernie's room. Well, and his... And his so the other two, you find out what was going on. So with Mr. Kakashka, you have Susie throwing stuff yeah. at him. Yeah, and yeah. with Mr. Wynn, he's gargling. But you never find out what Ernie's doing No, in there, you never do. Which is actually very scary. Yeah, he's yeah. and he's the and he has the yellow eyes. He's sort of like a strange man. His yeah. room's completely empty. Let's... Um, he's so the only he, one that's he, question marks. Today. Yeah, he, he's actually the bit that we're going to pull from for the clip. So let's listen to it and then let's talk about it. Let's let it rip. Get oh it? my god. The theme of the show. What we're doing in there. And none of your business. Oh, sorry. We thought the sound See was... Arnold! There is no ghost! There is no such thing as ghosts! Ghost? Did you say ghost? Hey, not so fast, kid. Listen, Arnold. You don't want to disturb the spirits on a night like this. You don't want to mess with the unknown. I messed with the unknown one time. What happened? Nothing. But it could have been horrible. I could have been struck dead or turned to stone or something. Who knows? That's why they call it the unknown. Listen, if I was you boys, I'd turn back right now. Turn back from what? Well, uh, I don't know if I should tell you this. Tell us what? Go ahead. Well, uh, the last couple of nights, I've been hearing some pretty funny sounds. So the reason I think that clip actually does still fit with the general idea that um, uh, this is a big fart joke is that like, so he's talking about being afraid of a thing that has not yet existed. Like it's like nothing. It's, it's nothingness. And that is what a fart is, right? Like the the phrase, (laughs) the phrase, like you're don't really doubling down. Yeah, uh, uh, it disappears like a fart in the wind, you know. Uh. So the, the conversation in this whole episode is about <laughs> is about how to know anything's real, and, and we've talked about this before. The last big ghost episode we had, which was where, um, Weez and Ed on the island. Yeah, and we talked about how both pennies that are made counterfeit and ghosts how they both represent this like liminal state um, and really farts and, and the idea of knowing that's all a liminal state, liminal state. So I think the, th- I think the ghost theme, the like specter theme of things that don't have a tangible beginning or end. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're talking about ghosts. We're talking about farts and we're talking about um, like, things that haven't like you mentioned with how you hear things and it feels more creepy not seeing them. That's because you're not getting the full narrative. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's both real and not real at the same time. And so I think that liminal idea is kind of littered throughout this episode. That's really my point. Yeah, totally. And, um, the, like, I don't know. I I thought at the beginning of the episode that it was going to be sort of this, like, Grandpa was sending them on this journey that ultimately, and I think maybe parents watching this too, or like adults watching this would think like, yeah, uh, if you're watching a cold that like grandpa's going to send them on this wacky journey and then he's actually going to be the one that's scaring them. And it's going to be like a sort of fun mm. thing that he's doing, 
you know, and they kind of nod to that at the very end, like when he opens the door and you very, it's very obvious that it's grandpa because of his facial structure. Yeah. Yeah, And then his uh, like glowing eyes, but then you realize he's just doing something pretty banal, like taking a shit. And I think that the idea of like using a fart joke to explain uh, like paranormal sort of things, like it, like you're saying, like there is a connection there. And yeah, using the paranormal to cover up your your like to- totally, and you I stinking think, up the bathroom. Well, and I think it it points to the thing like that goes bump in the night. Probably is just like your neighbor like yeah. closing their door, or like your brother or sister or father or mother like you know going in and out of the house or your roommate or whomever. Like the thing that you think that it is, it probably is the thing you're scared yeah. of. It probably isn't. But you, you know, know what? You know what he's doing though, and I don't know if there's like a lot of ways to look at why he told this story, but there is something about like all, all the borders. They're all saying, I'm not going down there. There's moaning going on, but they're being, what's being hidden from them is actually something really wonderful, which is a beautiful bathroom. That's like totally. untouched. Yeah. So it's like, he's, well, it's not, not untouched. He, grandpa. Yeah. yeah. But what I mean is, uh, you know, grandpa doesn't want anyone down there. Yeah. So him like moaning, like a dying person is going to keep people out in like, in like an, <laughs> an ancient myth way like not actually it's gonna scare people away and it's also the sound old men make when they take terrible shits yes yeah so it's like the thing he's naturally doing as a utility which is that it scares people away so i i think you know this episode and the last episode aren't my favorites that we've talked about yeah we've pulled out some really good stuff and what i the thing that I really like about this episode is that the only way to really talk about it is by talking about grandpa sitting on a toilet and pooping. Like that's well done. Craig Bartlett. I mean, you got, you, you made it. It's a happen. shining moment. It, it's a shiny, stinky moment. Um, the thing I think is sort of funny about it is like, it shows, it does show you the absurdity of your own fears. Right. And how selective that they are. And that goes and, back specifically to, um, uh, Ernie's statement. Totally. And and that it, it, things, one single thing in isolation isn't scary, but a multitude of things happening at the same time yeah. create that. So like it, it, even in the case of the boys walking through the boarding house and like picking up the tenants and all being scared collectively, yeah. like the idea of like the collective psychosis like that, mm-hmm, like happening mm-hmm. is much greater than a person by themselves, you know? And then, and it, ha- it carries more weight to have like everybody sort of doing the same yeah. thing. And then, like, the whole episode starting off with, like, the thunder and the rain, like, setting the tone for the scene, Mm -hmm. finding the mysterious glasses, the story, like, all of that stuff, it sort of snowballs into this sort of Mm -hmm. thing. And it's like, if you're at a place and you're walking down the street and you smell like a terrible smell, like, the first thing you don't think is, like, that's probably a decaying body, you know, even though it could quote de- like technically be a decaying yeah. body but your brain doesn't go there you think like oh it's sewage or it's whatever like just normal mundane day-to-day things yeah. but when we're in these different states where there's already these things that are making us feel a certain way right you hear right. this other thing it kind of it's like um yeah you, re- you realize how the environment around you is very impactful on how you feel mm-hmm. and how you perceive things and it's probably that's got to be like an evolutionary thing. Like if you're at night and nighttime is always scarier, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whether you're watching horror movies or just like a kid at night or yeah. whatever, like walking through the woods and, to like find something. Yeah. And you're lacking the perception. That's what you were talking about before. Like you, it's dark. So like a big part of the narrative is cut off to you. 
Right, so you, right. you're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so it, as like an evolutionary thing, it makes sense because if you're camping or whatever and you hear those sounds in the background, you realize in that moment, like you're an animal, those animals around you, mm-hmm. the difference is you're in a tent, you can't see shit, but those right, animals right. can see whatever they want, you know, if yeah. they're outside. And so it, it, it makes sense as like a, just a biological yeah. slash environmental thing. So I want to shift it. Just a back little, to talking about poop. No, no. I mean, eventually, of course. No, um, I. So I mentioned that it's sort of like a, there's like a Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Narnia kind of vibe, um, and what I think is interesting about this episode is, in that regard, is the way that um, Ernie, Oscar, and Mister Wynn kind of act as these like talismans for different ways of, of dealing with with trouble. Um, Really dealing with, um, okay, so this episode, it fills the gap that we've talked about before in here of like an ancient legend being repurposed for um, Hey Arnold. So you have a lot of um, the urban legends. You have um, the big, uh, big Caesar, the fish that really felt like an ancient journey that Joseph Campbell would talk about. This has some of that too in that they come across all these different, like basically uh, elders or, I mean, not really, but like, no, totally. They're coming across people on their path that say, don't go any further. um, But if you do take this with you, because each of them does a very active thing to have like this totem that they take with them. So um, Oscar has a, a, a horseshoe that he calls family tradition, but what it really is, is some kind of like good luck charm. And then you have, Ernie, who says, well, if I'm going to go, I'm going to take my lucky mallet with me, which is this symbol of strength of like brute force will protect me. And then you get to Mr. Wynn. And I think the first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's like a low blow for like um, uh, referencing like his uh, Vietnamese culture, like ugh, like as if like he's the, he's the crazy one. But when you look at the whole because Mr. Wynn grabs a fish to give as a as a basically sacrifice for um, this, like a like, gift, yeah. a gift for this uh ghost but when you look at all three of them equally they all three have kind of a ridiculous view of what um what a ghost would want or or need to be stopped um and so even when they're like walking down the stairs i mean they they go through a wardrobe so there is this this um uh like otherworldly vibe that you get very quickly um as they're going down this this basement and uh, again it ends with nothing it ends with shit in a toilet but the way that they're taking the writers are actually taking us on a journey which is like kind of that's why there's there's a long con here is that there's importance in those three moves the luck the strength the offering um that makes it feel like um joseph campbell star wars harry potter etc but the reveal isn't some profound thing the reveal is is like a, it's like a release, a relief. It yeah. is a release, yes. It's a relief, yeah. Um, there's no... there, So, uh, they're taking us on a symbolic journey to end with no symbol at all, really. Totally. And I think, along the lines of what you were saying, I think a, a, a thing that's sort of interesting that ties in to sort of the whole theme of this episode is the idea that these men... Um, are engaging in this thing that seems scary to them and scary to the boys. But rather than going like, that sounds terrifying. I'm kind of scared of that. 
I'm going to stay here where I have been that is safe and has proven to be safe all night. Right, right, right. They are more comfortable by going on this sort of journey mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. seeing the thing through to see either nothing, which is what uh, Gerald says, yeah. either nothing or something, you know, that's going to scare them. But it's like worthwhile to oh, like yeah. have that sort of yeah. closure and to sort of see the thing through. And I think that goes back to what we were talking about before about like just like how important visualization is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for especially like humans. Like if you're a wild animal, you're probably fine to smell something, run away, right. hear something and just run away yeah. and not think of it again. But dumb humans they like, can't. No. Yeah, Which ties back drawn. to the glasses because the glasses yes. are a symbol of seeing, of knowing. Um yeah, so I, I, I think they're both wise the the and like they have this like otherworldly like superstitious element yes, to them yes. the borders but they're also profoundly foolish yes and yeah they are the three fools also yes. with like i mean maybe another way to think about it is they're offering to Arnold and Gerald ancient traditions that maybe don't either a don't matter or b won't do the job like yeah like here take this good luck charm here take this mallet here take this offering yeah um it's like how you deal with any problem potentially that's what they think at least yeah. well um, and, and most of the time it is you know what i mean like because and a thing that you don't understand negotiating with it is just typically not an option right, right. You know oh I mean? okay i understand like there has to be some kind of way to like fix this problem because negotiating with it isn't going to help. It's like when you, you have I, like a story about like zombies or something, which is another mm-hmm. like paranormal thing or not zombies, sorry, aliens, another paranormal thing. It's like, how do you handle that thing? You, you wish it away. You offer something to it as a sacrifice or you destroy it. Like right. that's how right. all those right. sort right. of narratives have right. always, always run. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. I mean, these are like narrative structures Yeah, and yeah, like I, I, I think painting, um, I think laying out this narrative so not perfectly, but like uh, beat by beat this this yeah. episode, the narrative that you expect from a, from a haunted story. Yeah, it's beat by beat. And then to have the reveal be just a release, just yeah. a relief. Yeah, um, is. Yeah, it's an interesting long con that doesn't really make sense, but it's like kind of funny. And especially when you think about it early on, like, you know, you have grandpa saying, oh, your grandma made raspberry cobbler again. Got to go. And like the story had to do with beans. Like, like you have all these hints that it's like, it's just a story, like a story that he concocted to cover up his shit. Yeah. Um, But well, not just his shit, like his place. He doesn't want other people. Yeah. Yeah. He likes it. It's like a a place of refuge for him. And so it's also a place that he does his thing, but it's also like a place where he's just alone. Yep. And it's really nice. Get his reading done. Yeah. It's like the only other place that's as nice as that, that bathroom is Arnold's room. Right. Right. Yeah. I'll let that sink in for a second. Man, I'm really processing that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this episode, like in practical for practical reasons is stupid, but the, when you peel back the layers, that is a pretty interesting, the way they wrote it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Like as a structure, I'm interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Definitely. Um, like the lines are so, like we're gonna uh, we're gonna bring up cry of the week. There's not gonna be one. No, there's not gonna be one because it's not the. This, hey, this isn't that kind of episode. No, no. This no. is like this is very quintessentially Harold in one sense, but like in the more shallow sense. Yeah, it's like going on an adventure, like misinterpret. It's like kids going on an adventure misinterpreting what they what they thought they knew. Totally, and like yeah. 
Yeah. And like this sort of idea, they always seem to deal with things that seem beyond themselves. Mm. That's mm-hmm. like a thing I've noticed throughout the, the, the yeah, show. Yeah, totally. And um, yeah. And so I think this really falls in line with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't like, I feel like I don't want to even dive deeper into this because I, I really think we've like gone as deep as we can <laughs> into the shit. Like, is there something else? No, I think that's it. It, I think the small bits that we found are super interesting, but that's it. Like, there's not, I'm not like Jones and to keep talking about. No, me. but like Craig, we know you're listening. So if, if we're missing something big, you know, yeah, send us an email. Uh, yeah. Corey.m. Nope. That's my email. Yeah. Uh, hey, dot Hey at gmail.com. And we know you're listening, Craig. Yeah. We know you're listening. Um, so please, um, we'll, we'll take your call. We'll take your we'll, call. Yeah. We won't screen the call. Um, okay. So there's no cry of the week. But there is, I would say, um, we could shit on Arnold, I think, because it just fits. Well, yeah, it does fit. And also, you know, the whole time Gerald's like, it's nothing. No, seriously, it's nothing. It turns out to be nothing. I mean, or so we think because it does end with a ghost. We don't know. That's what I'm I saying. know. But but is it all the things we thought it was or was it really a ghost? See, but like, it's more interesting to end with them going back upstairs after you know, it would have been interesting, like, when Arnold goes to turn off the light in the nice bathroom, you kind of hear the moaning a little bit. It should have ended right there. It didn't need to have the light. But I think the thing... I, so it's really corny the way that it ends. But I think as, like, a thing around supernatural stuff, it's sort of... And especially for thinking of the, the intended audience, which is children. And what? parents of children. Wait, um, you mean not... Which we are neither of these 30? things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not the target demographic, Got it. and neither okay. is most of the people listening to this podcast. Um, but you know what? The people listening is our target demographic, that's true. so yeah, we're all yeah. good. Nice. You're welcome, Craig. So but what I think is sort of interesting is it shows the ghost figure, potential ghost figure, as like a sweet thing that seems pretty like harmless. Yeah. It covers him because he's cold or whatever, and then says like, yep, boo, or whatever, and then like flies away. But I think it also does give you that thing of like, it, it shows... That while these fears are not grounded, they're sort of understandable. Yeah, you know I mean? sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like a cute ending of an yeah. episode. It's not a clean ending, but it's like cute for sure. Yeah, it's super profound, great ending. Um, but that being said, I still think it's worth saying, come on, Arnold. Like, it's it's Arnold getting oh, yeah. his nose too dirty. Yeah. Um, what a brown noser. What a brown noser. Uh Getting his nose into stuff. I mean, yeah. he's like, he Scooby-Dooed this thing too much. He did, but I'm happy he did because otherwise there'd be no episode. That's true. And we wouldn't be able to be Whoa. super rich off this podcast. Whoa. Uh, okay, so we do have a song. Um, yeah, the band is called... We tried to find something... A little spooky. A little spooky sound. Spooky scary. Yeah, so uh, it's by the band Clinic. The song is called Harmony, and the album is Walking With The... So hope you listen to it. We hope you like it. We hope you email us. We hope you vote through with stars on iTunes. Yeah, do the iTunes thing, please. Uh, how do people... Do... Send it to your friends. Send them a text with the, yeah. this thing in it. Say, hey, I know that you watch TV. We know you like podcasts. you got to listen to these guys. They're yes. pretty great guys. Yep. Um, email us at hey.handledhey at gmail.com. And to our one um, fan in Venezuela, our few in Saudi Arabia, keep fucking listening. Rocking and right. rolling in Sound- world. SoundCloud is tells us where our listeners are from and uh we've got some pretty unique places we do yeah. <laughs> yeah we got some places on there lots of words yeah we got all the best words so 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, next week is a great episode. I cannot wait. Uh, it's called, it's about, it's Eugene and, uh, basically don't meet your heroes. That's the, that's the little tidbit for what's coming up. Yeah. Heroes. What are you going to do? Uh, enjoy the music. Bye. Thank you. Bye.